Good morning, my neighbors. I'll, I'll, I'll be. Yeah, we uh, we are in two different places. Everything seems to be rock, rocking well here. You know, you know, Sean, I got to be honest, man. I slept in today. I got to bed early last night. Yeah, no, I, I, I woke up yesterday. I went to sleep early last night. And I figured I was going to sleep in today and life was going to be good. And then I woke up and I saw the idiot on my television screen letting me know that he would be perhaps the worst general manager in the history of sports. And of course, we have to figure out sports now because we have to talk about Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, the six foot eight, uh, six foot nine WNBA player that until she was trapped in Russia, no one had ever heard of. Right. No one had ever heard of. So, what? So, uh, Brittany Griner goes to Russia because I, and Russia. a lot of Wait, American players. Russia. A lot Russia. Of, Russia. A lot of American players do go to. Uh, foreign countries to, to 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 play over there. They apparently their their women's basketball uh, leagues are a little bit more popular. I have a friend of mine. Uh, I went to high school with her. She was drafted into the WNBA, played one year, and then went and played in Turkey and made millions and millions of dollars. Good for them. The problem is when arrogant Americans like Brittany Griner go over to Russia, and she doesn't seem to understand that Russia has its own rules. Russia has its own rules. So you can't bring weed cartridges to Russia. It doesn't matter how much pain you think you're in. So uh, Brittany Griner went over to Russia. She, uh, she got caught with some weed, and then she was charged with drug trafficking, which, look, okay, is that a little excessive? A little bit. Absolutely. A little bit. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt on that. I'll say that probably she wasn't tra- – if you have one weed cartridge, you're not exactly trafficking drugs. However, we will get into what actual trafficking is with this ridiculous deal. Thank you very much, Kong. Kong you are the as man. Always, we love you. Fa- fantastic Great guy. guy. Wonderful. Do you know the Muffin Man, by the way? I've known him for a long time. He's down in uh, Port St. Lucie uh, where the uh, where also the worst general manager of all time uh, operates out of uh, – there for the New York Oh, Pets. he's not a bad but, um, GM. Come on. Yeah, okay. He, he uh, let Degrom go. By the way, uh, where did Degrom Con, wind uh, up signing? Uh, MD Norton, Trey tra- tra- Turner. Where did Degrom wind up going? Uh, I forgot. Yeah, where did he go? That's gonna suck. For the- where did Degrom sign? <laughs> Arlington. <laughs> yeah. Because the Texas Rangers play in Arlington. Yes. This they do. So, does, by the way, so did the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But so let's talk about crappy trades. You got a WNBA star who's famous because she was able to dunk four times. Four times. My cousin Bobby, who's five foot five, he's dunked more than that at Rucker Park in New York City. Mm. But Brittany but Brittany Griner is traded for uh the merchant of death. Who is the merchant of death? Well, his name is Victor Boot. Bout. B-O-U-T. Victor Bout. This Bout. guy. Victor Bout. The now of this death. guy was such this guy was such a notorious arms dealer that Nicolas Cage made a movie about him. Some of you may have seen it. I think it's a very good movie. It's called Lord of War. Lord of War. It's a, it's a good, good movie. Jared Leto, uh, uh, Nicolas Cage, fantastic movie. 
But this guy has basically, and I'm the only person I've seen bring this up, and I'm going to bring it up in about five, ten minutes, but he basically funded every warlord, every civil war throughout the third world. He funded, uh, he funded Islamic terrorists. He, uh, he provided arms to the Palestinian Authority so that they could shoot missiles into Israel, you know, particularly near schools like they tend to do. Uh, he, fa- he, he basically gave arms to the Angolan Civil War, which led to millions and millions dead. He was able to give arms to the Somalis for years and years and years. And now we have given him back to the Russians for Brittany Griner. Quick question here. We can get into the legitimacy and how stupid of a trade this was. But I've got a quick question. And I'm going to ask that right after everybody watching 600 watching Smash that Rumble button. Hit the button. Rumble button. Please, please guys. Subscribe. We get 300, 300 subscribers yesterday alone. We're pulling in on 40,000 so here. Close. I know if we so really close. I mean, really. I mean, so we close. were at 39.1 when we ended yesterday. Now 39.4. Now, i got a yes. question for you, Sean. <sighs> International arms smuggler right. from the Soviet right. Union, former Soviet intelligence officer. Now, why, hmm, why, would, why would the Russians need an international arms smuggler at this point uh, It has in nothing time? to do with the war in Ukraine, none. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, look at that. You mean to tell me that this guy, when once he gets rolling again, which, you know, if you guys know you guys know anything about international criminals, whether it's this guy or you, you've read stories about Al Capone or mob bosses when they get out, they pick back up again in about two seconds. I mean, Frank Lucas from American Gangster, he was rearrested on drug charges about 25 minutes after they let him out of jail. So this guy's going to pick back up. And I'm sure he's going to be funding uh, perhaps the Belarus, the, the Belarusians who are big fans of Putin in this war in Ukraine. Because now Russia, see, at the fall of the Soviet Union, the, the, the now Russia, the former, the former head of, of the USSR, had a reason to play ball with the West. They wanted to be welcomed into the world of nations. The Soviet Union had just collapsed. They lost all their, their satellite countries. Now they have no reason to play ball with the West. So what's going to happen? You think this guy's not going to have free reign over all these former Soviet weapons that can't be used to fund wars all over the world? And since this guy's been in jail, I'm not sure if you've been up on world policy, but America has done a pretty good job destabilizing countries all over. East Syria, i.e. Iraq, i.e. Libya, Afghanistan. This is a breeding ground for what this guy does. It would almost be like dropping a heroin dealer in Harlem in the 1970s. With a He's pack of needles. He's going to figure out a way to do it. What was that? With a pack of needles. Yeah, with a pack of needles. That is exactly what is going. Mark my words. This is what is going to happen. Now, we're going to get into the obvious about the, the, the over 40 Americans still imprisoned in Russia that Joe Biden Russia. didn't seem to care about. Most obviously, Paul Whelan, the uh, former United States Marine who was over there doing security work, who was uh, charged with espionage, was put through a show trial, and is still stuck over there. Don't worry, Joe Biden, we don't need him back. But I've got a question for the proud, the proud Black Lives Matter activist, Brittany Griner. How many black lives do you think Victor Boot has either killed personally or inadvertently killed through his funding of civil wars throughout sub-Saharan Africa. 
How many do you think he has had killed in the war in Angola? Or, uh, I don't know, let's see, uh, the Rwandan genocide. Rwanda. How many do you? How many black lives do you think have died? Oh, have died because of this man. Moreover, how many black lives will die because of this trade? Because Victor Boot is now boat, bout, boot, dick, whatever, is now back out on the street. This the, the DEA at one point had this guy as the most dangerous man in the world. They had him in 2008. He was one of the most wanted. I have an article here, a whole explainer from. Uh... Uh, Reuters, who is Victor Bout, arms dealer linked to swap for Americans held by Russia. This is something from August 5th. And uh, it basically, yes, you said the Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, 2008, he was arrested on multiple charges related to arms trafficking. That's another funny thing now. So we had the Ukraine hypocrisy, right? So all the Democrats talk about is we stand with Ukraine. We, we want to we want to be mm -hmm. able to, And this is, again, this is Americans funding both sides of the war, essentially, right? So instead of buying Russian oil, we're giving the Russians better access to weapons because apparently this guy has ties to Russian intelligence. That's why they wanted him back so badly, yes. because he would be able to work those sources that he worked in his illicit global arms deals mm -hmm. to get arms now for the Russians, right? So now we have to see, we see the Democrats who have funded both sides, or not the Democrats, but the United States who are now funding both sides. We're sending money to Ukraine. We're sending essentially proxy weapons now to Russia by means of, of mm -hmm. the merchant of death, uh, Victor Bout. Now it's also no. It's also interesting to note again. He his his big breakthrough comes after the uh, the fall of the Soviet Union or during the fall of the Soviet Union. Their air fleet was disintegrating. He was able to acquire uh, jets and aircrafts from the Soviets. He was selling them to all sorts of people. 2007 biography. Here's uh, from. Reuters, uh, Merchant of Death, Guns, Planes, and the Man Who Makes War Possible by Douglas Farah and uh, Stephen Braun reported the following details of Bout's murky trade. Check this out. From a base in the Gulf Emirate of Sarja, he interwove his arms trafficking empire with a seemingly innocuous logistics business, always insisting when queried that he was a legitimate entrepreneur with respectable clients and no case to answer. Even so, Bout, who first appeared on the CIA's radar amid reports of a shadowy Russian citizen trading arms in Africa, was by the turn of the millennium one of the most wanted men in the world. But Bout, whose clients included rebel groups amid uh, militias from Congo to Angola to Liberia, had little in the way of firm ideology, uh, tending to place business above politics. In Afghanistan, he variously sold guns to Islamist Taliban insurgents and their foes in the pro-Western Northern Alliance, according to the Merchant of Death. I wonder how many of those weapons wound up killing American soldiers. It said uh, Bout supplied guns to former Liberian president and warlord Charles Taylor, now serving a 50-year prison term for murder, rape, and terrorism to various Congolese factions and to Philippine Islamist militant group Abu Sayyaf. The end only came in 2008, important to note. After an elaborate sting operation by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration saw Bout tracked across multiple countries to a luxury hotel in Bangkok, uh, during a spectacular sting operation, Bout was caught on camera agreeing to sell undercover U.S. agents posing uh, as representatives of Colombia's leftist FARC guerrillas 100 surface-to-air missiles, which they would use to kill mm -hmm. U.S. troops, right? So this guy was, was openly, because he didn't know who he was talking to, selling these weapons to a group that was going to kill Americans. We have now let him go. For somebody who plays basketball in this country, who was too addicted to weed to put it down for a couple of days to go to Russia, mm -hmm. this is this is terrible. Moreover, and now I, I don't want to hear the words "gun control" come from the come from the mouth of Joe Biden ever again. Never, never again, never, because never this again. guy has and, been and, doing this. And, and again, they was all oh, we got illegal guns. This one, get guns out of the hands of criminals. You have released 
arguably one of the worst and most notorious arms dealers in the world ever for a pot-addicted basketball player who basically hates the country. This is a disgrace. Yes. And, I, and, and you know, and not that this matters at all, but, like, look, I'm just going to say it. It's a WNBA player. So it's not even like they right. had LeBron James or, you know, uh, Steph Curry, someone that, you know, that warranted fandom. I mean, she plays for the Phoenix Suns. And if there's one thing I know about Phoenix is they don't exactly care about their sports. They're too busy out there dodging bobcats yeah. or whatever the hell they do out there in the desert. But moreover, I'm curious about this whole deal in the sense of what is going to happen now, now that this guy is – because normally, why would you want – why as Russia would you want a criminal? You don't hear Mexico asking for El Chapo back. No. So why does Russia want because this Because he's going to work for they them. Want him. Yes. If anyone has seen the, if anyone has seen the Nicolas Cage movie, and uh, if you have some free time this weekend, you know, give it a watch. It's it's, a, it's an entertaining movie, and you'll learn a little bit. But basically, what happened was, for so long, during the Cold War, there was such an arms buildup between the Soviets and the Americans. When the, the Soviet Union fell, they had all these weapons and all these tanks and hundreds of millions of AK-47s. Then now they know how to do it. America, on the other hand, used those arms to, you know, invade countries right. throughout the world. You know, we started a war without checking all the facts that lasted 20 years. So we at least used the stuff that we had. And after the fall of the Soviet Union, a lot of these generals in the Soviet who had built up their careers on protecting the Soviet from the Americans now mm -hmm. had no power anymore. They were done. So what did they do? They took bribes. They gave him the keys to the planes. They were saying that he was able, he, was, he would literally fly these planes in and drop the stuff in the middle of the jungle to these warlords, to these despots. And if you know anything about the politics of, of, of some of these uh, up-and-coming countries, these sub-Saharan African countries, is they, are, they have presidents, but they're they essentially run, run by, by tribal, tribal leaders. leaders. That's correct. If, if you guys remember um, Black Hawk Somalia. Down, the uh, Somalia... The uh, uh, I forgot who plays the general, but the guy that they capture is just yep. a tribal leader. He's just one of the warlords Captain hurting Phillips over Somalia. Too, about that story too, that was all yes. dealing with tribal leaders and elders and all of those things to free uh, uh, the captain, uh, whoever Tom Hanks played. I forgot the name of the uh, Captain Phillips. Obviously, he's the name of the freaking movie. No, I forgot <laughs> the name of the captain. No. his name is Captain Phillips. Oh boy, <laughs> I believe his first. I, I believe his first name is Cap. Uh, Cap. Cap Phil. But, see, I, it, it blows my mind to think how short-sighted this administration is when it comes to this particular deal because they had to know. They had to know that when they gave this one-for-one one, that there were going to be backlash leaving a former United States yeah, Marine well. in Russia for a, for a yeah. basketball player. Why? Because Joe Biden and Barack Obama and Michelle Obama got pressure from their yeah. famous friends. That's, That's all it was. That happened That's here. all it was. And they came That's to why it. These people are weak. Right. And you look at, uh, you look at again, I go back to this Reuters article and to kind of figure out who this Victor Bout was and how did he rise to a level of prominence in the industry that he was operating in. Uh, it it, no, it uh, notes here that he was a gifted linguist 
who used his reported command of English, French, Portuguese, Arabic, and Persian to build his international arms empire. It's important to also understand that he spent time in the Soviet army, where he achieved the rank of lieutenant, serving as a military translator, including in Angola, a country that would later become central to his business, right? So he learns his translation skills, he hones his skills at translating in the military. Further down in this uh, Reuters explainer, and I'm using Reuters because they're not on our side. Right. So everything that they've put up mm-hmm. that's still here, that's a, probably going to be memory hold to say that this guy's a saint later because, you know, that's coming because all yeah. of this information that's currently on this on this uh, uh, Reuters explainer, it's from August 1st. So I'm going to post this in the chat for yeah. you guys. Well, so you could look at this yourselves before before you keep going. If you guys go on YouTube, they did a they did a segment on 60 Minutes about this guy in 2009. And it basically go, goes over his arrest and the DEA agent, but what this guy was yep. and who he was. And I, I was watching it this morning to get a sort of an idea uh, about him uh, more in-depthly. And it was it was unbelievable the network this guy had. This guy had such an oh, incredible yeah. network of, of shell companies and cutouts that the United States government actually contracted two of his companies Oops. by yep, mistake. There you go. Uh, for experts, the Russian state's continued interest in Bout, plus his skills and connections, we talked about that already today, in the international arms trade hint strongly at Russian intelligence ties. In interviews, Bout has said he attended Moscow's Military Institute of Foreign Languages, which serves as a training ground for military intelligence officers. I don't know if anybody in the chat has seen uh, the show Homeland. It was a fantastic show. Mm. Uh, the first couple seasons yes. were good. The middle was, eh, but the last few seasons were incredible. And it was really, I mean, one thing that that show did very well was it would find current events and, and really throw very similar uh, types of, uh, uh, you know, plots and, and themes into the current season, right? So you would see some of these folks who were operating as intelligence officers on the show Homeland really have a command of different languages to be able to to play different roles in different countries to gain information. And again, this that show was, uh, I, I know that a couple of uh, ex-CIA officers even played a role in in writing that show and, and, yes. and, and putting that show together, uh, which was which was just incredible. Um I'm also a huge fan of Damian Lewis what a just from his great days on. Actor he on, is. On, on, he played Dick Winters on Band of Brothers, maybe one of the maybe one of the most legendary military was, leaders uh, of all time. Brody, I, read his I think in Homeland and just I mean yes. that He's also he's he's in billions yeah. now, I think. But he's he's a great actor and uh Yeah English. Yeah, he's he's English. That show was incredible. If anybody hadn't seen it, you should probably watch it just to, because it's A, it's a good T V show. Uh, but B, it'll give you, you know, give you somewhat of an understanding. I'm not saying everything on Homeland is real, but they did a good job. There was actually yeah. the Anthony Weiner situation. Remember with the, the sexting? There was a character that they wrote into into the show right as that story was like coming about, and they named him Dick Johnson, right, to play on words because Anthony Weiner's last name is, is hysterical, and he had the exact same type of uh, uh, scandal in the show. So they did a really good job with things like that. But from Reuters here, quote, Bout was almost certainly a GRU agent or at least a GRU asset said Mark Galliotti, an expert on the Russian security services at the Royal United Services Institute think tank, referring to Russia's military intelligence service. Quote, his case has become totemic for the Russian intelligence services who are keen to show that they don't abandon their own people. So this guy is GRU. He is Russian intelligence. He has the ability to connect to multiple markets in that area. Right now, Russia, we were just hearing, I just, there was another story yesterday that said that, uh, or I think it's a story today, it's on Bongino Report. Uh, Kiev is reporting that Russia is out of uh, Iranian drones that were currently laying siege to Kiev. 
you know, they're they're spending a lot more time in Ukraine than they thought. They need guns. They need weapons. They need help. We're yeah. not helping them. NATO's not helping them. But now we are helping them because we gave them an asset that's going to be able to go out there and, and, and go get back into the game, get back into his sources, do so under the protection of the Russian government, and go ahead and get the, you know, get these. Maybe he's going to enlist some of these tribes to help them in Ukraine. Guerrilla yeah. warfare. You know, soften things up behind and enemy lines. This guy is so dangerous, and we traded him for somebody who, I, I, I just can't get this thought out of my head, might actually hate this country. Like, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, is she going to continue to kneel for the national anthem after this? Mm. Now, you know, first off, she kneels for the national anthem. I, 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 will, I will say this publicly. I will attend my first WNBA oh, game, and I will buy floor seats, and then I will be easily removed oh, yeah. from the stadium. But, because I will make a scene. But, you know, it's important to understand that when you get to your arms dealers, you might think about some guy, you know, selling uh, sawed-off shotguns or uh, selling, uh, uh, you know, the AR-15s with the, with the serial numbers scratched off. This guy was selling tanks. He was right, selling he was helicopters. Selling he was selling... He was selling yeah, air he, missiles. He, this isn't the guy on the street he, corner... Who's who's giving like and here, you know uh, 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 selling nine millimeters the guy to gangs, you know? Yeah, it's not the guy in Brooklyn who like opens up his uh, his uh, jacket and he's got gun. Oh, I've got you know I've got the, I've got these clean guns. The guy who opens his trunk and he's got a shotgun in it, no. like you see in the movies. This guy, I mean, in reality, were he to have a buyer for an aircraft carrier, he would have been able to acquire that piece of equipment. An aircraft carrier. The only reason he didn't sell those things is because Angola no. doesn't have a lot of water. You know, it's like when we were talking about yesterday. Why the hell was uh, was it the University of Arizona or Arizona State researching sharks? Yeah. Like when is when is when is a yeah. desert college ever going to encounter a shark? I don't I don't really get it. But it's it. But you know what? It, this just shows the the level of. I don't want to say the level of stupidity. I want to say this shows the priority of 100%. this administration and the and the and the 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 elitist or those who want to be elite in this society that you believe that somehow because look everything politicians do is political. Okay, I don't think I don't think a a seventy nine year old old white man from Delaware really gives a crap about a thirty two year old center in the WNBA in Phoenix. I don't think he really cares. However, he wants to be liked by those who like Brittany Griner. Yes, he wants to be the, this his is circle. Uh, his this is circle. pandering, and it's nobody's much- going to hold him accountable. But the problem is, we heard last week. That Joe Biden and this administration and the Democrats want to ram through, while they still have the House, in a lame duck session, gun control. Mm -hmm. You can no longer save face on your gun control ground when you've released not just a guy. You know, it's not like you commuted or you pardoned somebody who got arrested here for what we were saying, having a shotgun in his trunk, which is bad. You know, dealing, dealing, dealing illegal guns to gangs, which is bad. This guy was dealing Mm -hmm. like full on like military you want to talk about, they always say, we need to take military-grade weapons out of the hands of people. This guy yeah. was weapons selling military. Weapons he was basically selling entire Costco warehouses worth of ammunition and, mm-hmm. and, and arms to, to people, to countries, to tribes, to militias. A, that wound up killing our own people, right? B, with the yeah. intention of them killing 
our own people and see who the hell knows where they're going to wind up after that. This is the same argument that we make, you and I, Kevin, that we make of why we, the United States, should stop selling guns to Saudi Arabia. Because Saudi Arabia sells those yeah. guns to people who want to kill us, right? Now we let this yep. guy out who already sold guns and, 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 and more than just guns, more than just rifles, more than yeah. just pistols, more than just handguns, surface-to-air missiles, aircraft. You know, like you said, if he, if he, if he needed to close a sale by, by selling a battleship, he would have found that battleship. Like, I mean, it, he had the resources which, to do which, it. Which, where— I mean, do you put that on your American Express card? <laughs> like, where the hell? How the, you know, like, first of all, okay, like, you want to sell small, like, like a, uh, a shipping container of small arms to the Congolese. Okay, I can wrap my brain around that. How do you get the, the helicopter or the tank from the, how does nobody see well, that he, missing? Well, it says it, in like, this, again, in this, um, in this Reuters explainer about who he is. It mentions how he did this. It said, with the, with the Soviet Union's vast air fleet disintegrating, Bout was able to acquire a squadron <laughs> of around 60 old Soviet military aircraft based out of the— What are you like? Do you put that in your backyard and just in case, you know, like here at the office, we got a bunch of T-shirts, you know, so when you guys buy them, they're on the spot. Right. They're ready to go out to the right. Good plug. Like— does he just have like I don't know? Did he buy a parking lot and just like leave oh, planes there? He like had sixty old Soviet military aircraft based out of the United Arab Emirates, by which he could supply his products. There you oh. go. <laughs> All things. Everything look, leads are, back to that. Everything leads back to Dubai. Every look. Every bad idea in America leads back to a Harvard degree. Every bad idea in the world yes, leads back to Dubai. Time. Every time. It's, it's just, it, you know, blows my mind, though, that now you have these people. There are there are tons of people on Twitter right now who are upset with a couple of my tweets, actually, because I had a I had a pretty interesting morning when I put up the tweet. And then all of a sudden it was it was going everywhere. Thanks to the Hodge twins who jumped on it. Um, but someone was mm -hmm. like, well, you seem like someone who they said they responded. Good point. If you can't solve all the problems perfectly, don't solve any ever. And I. Yeah, and oh. I wrote this. I wrote, well, it, I mean, it could be argued that Russia already solved America's Britney Griner Britney Griner problem. Um, you yeah, know, but I, I kept I, putting in, you know, the guy's nickname was the Merchant of Death, and we traded his release for a pot-addicted anti-American basketball player. Uh, then there was a gun control freak defending the release of the Merchant of Death. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And yet here we go. Biden doesn't stand with Ukraine since death. Russia now has the Merchant of Death back to do what he does best. You know, I mean, this yep. is just... Uh, it, but. It, Nobody's going I mean, to hold it them is accountable. Where are the gun control people? Where are the, the freaks that, that are anti-gun uh, protesting over the release of the merchant? Could you, could you just imagine for one second? Could you imagine for one second? Let's say this was Paul Whelan coming home and not Brittany Griner. And Donald Trump was the president. Could you imagine yep. the Russia, Russia, Russia? Oh, he's Putin's puppet. He's he wants to. This is a this is a deal for Putin. He wants to help Russia beat Ukraine. Could you imagine the coverage yep. that will be taking place yep. right now? The meltdown that will be taking and place right now. And two things that's, that 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 are well, one really important point. We know that the the arms. That we are sending to Ukraine, the money that we are sending to Ukraine is not, not. accounted for. Now, now there's now there could be several reasons for that. If we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, 
they're in the middle of a war. Sure. They got some stuff going on. Maybe so not maybe they're the not books maybe they're as, not, as efficiently so, as they used to. Somebody yeah. there with a clipboard, you know. Oh, so we've got uh, this. We got this many tanks. We got. I, I, I can appreciate. Or they're laundering money for the Biden family. But if we give them the benefit of the doubt, you don't think a former Soviet intelligence officer has got connections at the highest levels of the Ukrainian oh. army that this guy is just going to pay off? So now, not only. Are we funding both sides Again. of the war by by assisting with Russian oil? Right. Prices going up and funding the Ukraine side of the war. But now it is entirely possible that we are going to be giving weapons f- from the United States to Ukraine, to the merchant to of death, yeah. back to Russia. We are quite literally in a oh Mexican standoff right now. Like – where every gun is pointed at each other. This is the biggest cluster I've ever seen in my entire life. Because, like I said, what you think this guy's going to go back to Russia and what? He's going to be uh, making those little hats? No, he's going no, to so. go back to Russia. He's going to live a, uh, a life of obscurity. He's going to be a banker. He's going to go start a homestead and grow some corn. You know what I mean? He's gonna go. Yeah, he's so. gonna go I live in gonna, um in gonna, Siberia. He's gonna bre- breed I was just about to say that he's, he's gonna, gonna go live husky. in Siberia and ble- breed sled dogs. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's this. First off, the guy's been in jail for 15 years. So a couple of things, and this is also very, very important. Boot. Boot. Edge Bout. Edge. Whatever, oh, what, what, Victor Bout. Boot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Victor Bout was sentenced to 25 years for terrorism-related charges in 2012. Had he served out his time and Brittany Griner served out their time, they both would have gotten mm. out the same year. So, like, Russia would have gotten this guy back yep. in less than a decade. Like, you, yeah. what? Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I, someone, some, and I guarantee you when we find out who made this deal, where they go to school, Sean? <laughs> Damn right they did. Smash that rumble button, guys, as we're coming degrees. up on 1030. Head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for the, uh, you're going to do the I got it, I got it, already, already, already rocking and rolling. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop, guys. It's uh, it's December 8th, so if you want to get anything like this fantastic MAGA Republican shirt, make sure you grab that now because I've been waiting for a U.S. soccer jersey for two and a half weeks. So who the hell knows what's going on over at the post office? So, guys, if you want anything before Christmas, make sure you grab that yeah, Grab it right now. now. This is a word from our sponsors. It's the Tackrite Mini Saw. We love the Tackrite Mini Saw. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the last time we showed this product to our audience, it sold out in under 24 hours, and it was out for three months. Could you believe that? Now it's back in stock and ready for holiday shipments. The question is, everyone wants to know, how the hell does it sell out so quickly? It's due to the affordability of this amazing, senior-friendly mini chainsaw, which thousands of Americans are in love with. It can be operated with just one hand. It can help trim your trees two times faster with much less effort. Mini saw is the big tool company's worst nightmare. Big tool. They have been trying to hide mini saw from the everyday consumer, and they've even banned it. Do you believe that? Banned it from big box retail shops. You go to Home Depot, not going to find it there. Uh, Big tool. Big tool is threatened uh, by this device and its potential to cut, haha, into profits. Update, the mini saw is on sale today with a 50% off and free shipping promotional discount to new customers. Claim your discount at TACRITELFA.com, T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T, LFA, Lima, Foxtrot, Alpha.com. And check this out. I'm going to show you some reviews. 
I'll show you the website real quick, the Tackrite Mini Saw. This thing is really, really cool. So check it out. This is the Tackrite Mini Saw. They're having a, a holiday sale. You can see it. There's that little, it fits right in the palm of your hand. It was out for three months. Now it's back again. 50% off, limited time deal. 23 days left remaining on there. You can use it with one hand. It's easy to install. Battery operated, recharge the battery. You could take it places. It's got a steel chain. William Shakespeare liked it. I don't know if that's actually William Shakespeare, but uh, look at, look at, Cheryl M, we talked about her review. I'm 41 years old, female, and saw this uh, is amazingly easy and enjoyable to use. Uh, I was able to easily turn broken or dead limbs from our recent freeze into usable firewood. You know you need that because you can't pay for heating oil these days. Definitely recommend. Good job, Cheryl M. Paulie D also over there, William Shakespeare. We love it. So the Tackrite Mini Saw, uh, check it out. Their information is down at the bottom uh, of the description here on Rumble. Uh, so hit the Rumble button. Check out all of our sponsors down there. And go to TackriteLFA.com to claim your discount on the Tackrite Mini Saw. Uh, an interesting and very busy morning as we continue to roll on. 315 rumbles as the uh, as the morning rolls on. Yep. Make sure you guys are hitting that rumble button. If you guys is nine, there's almost yep. a thousand people watching with 300 rumbles, guys. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the LFA family uh, right at the top. It's a little white button. Just smash that subscribe button. I want to thank you guys for all the support. This page has been blowing up. Providing us with incredible yes. opportunities. There's so much stuff going to be coming on to the LFA family. Back to the single worst trade since Herschel Horrible Walker went trade. to the Vikings. Well, we, we talked about him, and uh, you know, I don't know if you have any closing remarks on the Merchant of Death. Uh, I just, you know, it's to me, I don't see the benefit other than providing substance for the cultural left. That's all it is. I don't see the. That's all this is. I mean, look. I, look, do I want every American, regardless of whether or not I like them or dislike them, sure. to be back in this country? Absolutely, hundred percent. And and were I president, my fir the first thing I would do is get every American back home. Nobody wants to see what happened no. to Otto Warmbier in, in North Korea. Come back virtually a vegetable. They, you know, they tortured that guy. But I don't look. There should have been international pressure. I thought he was supposed to do. I thought he was supposed to mobilize true international pressure, or as I call it, true international pressure. pressure. Oh, is yeah. that what that was about? Well, no, I don't think that uh -huh. was about uh, pre oh. POWs. But he did say he wanted to mobilize true international pressure. Except he didn't say true international uh, pressure. He said true and unshopped pressure. True yeah. unshopped pressure. See the pro. I just this is going to be so bad because now there are so many more destabilized countries in the world. You know they. They were talking about the um, the Rwandan genocide. If anybody's Great seen a Hotel Rwanda with Don Cheadle, the the that could have been so much worse had they Absolutely. had guns on them, but they didn't. Machetes. They did it all with machetes, which somehow makes it worse, but the body count less. This guy would have dropped off AK-47s into the Rwandan genocide, into into that that horrific horrific genocide in Rwanda. You don't think in a country that is so destabilized like Libya, you don't think that's the first place he's going to go. Libya, a country that if you wanted to, you can go on YouTube right now and watch live slave auctions going on in Libya. You don't think he's going to fund those rebels who, if they take over Libya, you don't think they move in on Egypt? You don't think they move in on Morocco? This is, this, doing something like this is a global threat mostly because 
I don't know if you guys know this or not, but there's a lot of countries out there who would really love a weapon, a certain mm-hmm. kind of weapon. Uh, it would be uh, it would be one of like those the nuclear one that Ukraine ones. Ukraine has been trying to build because of that deal we made with them during the Obama yes. administration. I'm not Ukraine, Iran. Jeez. Iran. Yeah, you don't think okay. this guy could get one of these with one of these briefcase bombs, one of these one of these uh, what do they call them? Tactical nukes, the ones that go on the ba- the battlefield tactical nukes. You don't think this guy's going to exist? Tonight? You may not have it right this second, but so, he'll gain it. This guy knows how 100%. to work resources. People, it's so, and like I said, there are probably so many of these despots and dictators that are seeing this, and they're on their satellite phone right now calling some guy they know. Boeing. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. It is a wild, it is a wild notion to see what this is going to. I mean, there was a time that the DEA and the United States government had this guy above yeah, Osama he was bin Laden the, he was the on their most wanted guy in the world. I mean, it was like it was it was Victor Boot, Osama bin Laden, yeah. Omar Gaddafi in, as the most wanted people on earth, and you let them go for a basketball player. Moreover, a bad and a basketball, basketball player. player who again repeatedly hates the country, disrespected our country. And look, all right, look, we don't have any rules or laws against disrespecting the country, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing yep. because then we wouldn't be able to say, "Let's go, Brandon." Okay. Which is, which is an argument that I always get into. It's one of those things, Kevin, we always talk about yeah. principles. We have to be free speech absolutists, yep. right? So whenever somebody brings up, and this may be unpopular in the chat, on concept, but this is where I want to go, yeah. should it be appropriate to burn the American, should it be illegal to burn the American flag? And I say, no, it should not be illegal, no. frowned upon, sure. You know, uh, more, you know, uh, uh, peer pressure not to do it, fine. Illegal, punishable mm-hmm. by law, no, because... On what grounds is that illegal? So if you come out, well, it's disrespecting America. Okay, well, now a president is in office that you don't like. Now you can't speak ill of that person because you're disrespecting America. You see what they just did in Indonesia? I don't know if you heard about this. Brennan was looking this up the other day, uh, yesterday. In in Indonesia, I think they banned uh, premarital sex, among many other things. But they also banned um, uh, uh, speaking out against— Well, well— well, I tell you what, I'm not I am, going to uh, Indonesia. Something tells me I may, uh, I may yes. be skipping Indonesia but on my world that, tour. And they also banned speaking out against the president or insulting the president, right? So everybody who calls Joe Biden a potato brain would be breaking the law <laughs> if they did that to the Indonesian president. And that's what kind of slippery slope would happen if you made, you know, burning the flag illegal. Because if you're doing it because it's not nice to the United States of America or it's uh, disrespectful, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, and I don't want to see it happen. I'm not saying I want to see it happen, but I don't want to see it illegal because at that point in time, you're opening it up. You're opening up uh, Pandora's box yeah. to make everything else, uh, you know, statements against the country. You might, if they, imagine if they made, imagine if they I will made say, disinformation illegal, right? So if you said mass I will work, say you were thrown in prison. Yeah, you know it's it's so interesting because the the Supreme Court case, it's one of the most famous ones, uh, Texas v. Johnson. It was only decided five four that flag burning is illegal, and it's it's one of those things that if you if you want to stay true to to principle, you plus plus as I say all the time, I want to know who the people are who want to burn an American flag, so that once the lighter goes up, the fist right. can be cocked. You know, like, that's what I want to know. And not for nothing, but every time you see somebody burning an American flag, all I think to myself is I'm like, you have so lost the thread. 
because that flag burning an American flag is like antithetical to the actual concept of right. burning an American flag because the flag represents the freedom to burn you it. have yeah. to do the act to you're doing so basically you're burning the symbol of the right you have to yeah, do the thing it's, that it's, you're doing again it's that, uh, and we yeah, do this that, we that, do that this all the time we talk salad. about it. it's the dog chasing its tail caught the tail and now is eating eating itself alive you yeah. know like you know it's 100 percent. i don't want to see the flag burned but i also don't want to see the practice made illegal or punishable by law because that opens up pandora just like we, we've said it all the time you know uh we we don't want to see federally enacted voter ID laws because then if the federal government claims yeah. jurisdiction over elections, the minute we get an unfriendly government, our election system is gone worse than it is right now. And that's a, that's a, that's a, Absolutely. Uh, something for another day. Now, yesterday... Any, any government big enough to give you what you want is big enough to take they away everything it. you have. They will do it. They will take away... Look, think about oh. it. In China, China, what they did, right? The protests just happened, right? The, the, the white paper protests. The zero COVID measures. Everyone's celebrating mm-hmm. that this is a win because they're rolling back zero COVID measures now because of the protests. They'll do it again. This is temporary. They'll do oh, it yeah. again. They'll find another excuse. You know, this is a, a feigned attempt. This is a, a little G. He's being talked about step down, step down. He's, first of all, he's not stepping down. Second of all, he's going <laughs> to give you a little bit to appear to be nice, friendly, ha, ha, hoo, hoo. And then next thing you know, he's going to do it again because he has the power to do it again. Yep. What's holding him back? What's stopping What's him? What's stopping him? Just like, just like what's stopping you yeah, guys really, from hitting on, that rumble like button? That's the law too. Come on. come on, let's get to 500. You know, matter of fact, I would make that mandatory, mandatory. if you're watching the show. And I mean, just on right. LFA. Right. Not LFA on shows, show, you know. yes. Uh, now, yesterday we talked you about... Know, Crowder gets yesterday enough Yesterday we off. talked about that Jim Baker character and how he was the same role in different oh. organizations, but the same guy, same role, same responsibilities, same behavior. Uh, Jim Jordan is saying that the House GOP, they're hinting at potential legal action against James Baker. So that's interesting. Top GOP member on House Oversight Committee said the panel was prepared to use any tools at its disposal to gather information. House GOP leaders uh, hinted Wednesday that they may pursue legal action related to former Twitter and FBI lawyer James Baker's involvement in the suppression of 2020 media reports related to Hunter Biden's laptop. The Republican leaders who are slated to assume leadership roles when the GOP takes majority control of the House early next year suggested that all options are on the table when asked by Fox News Digital whether they would pursue legal action or issue any subpoenas related to the recent reports about Baker. Twitter CEO Elon Musk announced Tuesday that Baker had been exited from the company for suppressing information. Stay tuned, a House Judiciary Committee spokesperson told Fox News Digital in an email when asked about potential legal actions the committee could take. Late last week, independent journalist Matt Taibbi released a trove of internal Twitter files that revealed company communications following the release of photos and messages on a laptop belonging to President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, shortly before the 2020 presidential election. Baker, who Twitter hired as his deputy general counsel in June of 2020, said in an email following a New York Post story published on October 14, 2020, that highlighted information from the laptop that Twitter needed, quote, more facts to assess whether the materials were hacked and added that, quote, it's reasonable for us to assume that they may have been and that caution is warranted. Again, we talked about this. Reasonable to assume that it was hacked, but at the same time, because we know where it came from, we saw receipts from the computer the repair shop, we know that this was verified already, we know that the FBI had the laptop. Hell, Kevin, we know who personally had copies of the hard drive. We know these people. I mean, we really do. And if you guys... 
And if you guys are curious who that is, you can go to Danielle D'Souza's YouTube channel, and I mean, he'll seriously. tell you all about it. I mean, we, we I mean, because <laughs> uh, because uh, he uh, he did, did that he? yesterday, which was pretty funny. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. He, yeah, he so like, yeah, but I we got so we us. I think Crispy was there uh, when we went there, right? Yeah, I assume. I assume you probably so we got yeah so we got an up close and personal view of what was on the laptop like I don't know yeah twenty months ago before like we knew the laptop existed it really hadn't come out yet the story had just been suppressed and we got to see every well we got to see half of it because it turns out the other half yeah, it's illegal is against to the law it, yes it's it's it, it contains things that are illegal to distribute uh, chat you could work that out on your own but. Like, so when I would sit down with, like, my radical liberal aunt, and she'd be like, oh, the laptop's not even real. I would look at her and just go, I've held it. I have held the laptop. And she would go, that didn't happen. And I'm like, <laughs> like, ah. But, you know, it was it, it, it is incredible to watch some of these media entities really backtrack on oh, – Oh, sorry. Watch these media entities backtrack on, on some of the stuff that they're doing. There's actually an interview that Jack Dorsey does with Matt Lauer from uh, 2016 where he says that he doesn't, where Twitter does not censor individual people. And I'd like to know when that policy uh, changed. Well, I mean, it's, it seems that in, in Twitter, in the Twitter files, we saw the DNC request specific people and specific posts to be taken down. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, it was, it was uh, James Woods who is now suing the DNC. James, uh, Jim Yep, who is like the best? I mean, you know, if you watch John Q, maybe you don't like Jimmy Woods so much. But James Woods was awesome. Great in Ray guy. Donovan too, another good show. Uh, he was he was fantastic yes. in that movie. Uh, pro- this is again to so, James Baker, so you, who is uh, one of the guys there who played a major role, putting his thumb on the scale there, making sure that Twitter suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story. Again, he served as the general counsel for the FBI and played a key role in the agency's investigation into Trump's alleged collusion with Russia. Uh, Twitter holds former FBI employees accountable for their actions, but the FBI doesn't. Representative Jim Jordan, the current ranking member of the Judiciary Committee, tweeted on Wednesday. Uh, folks, if this doesn't go, and then this will lead into one more story, which I don't know if you saw this. But regarding the FBI, so do you remember the Buffalo shooter, right? The Buffalo FBI knew about. Yes. It. The uh, of the uh, the was it El Paso or was it where was that? Oh no, Uvalde. FBI knew about it. Uvalde. Why? You know why? I'm I'm going to change our show tunes. Red flag laws do That's not right. work. So, wouldn't you know it? The FBI you know? confirms that it got a tip. About the Colorado non-binary mass shooting suspect. Wouldn't you know it? Isn't it unbelievable unbelievable. that every single time we see the mass shootings and every single time, well, I think they knew about the Waukesha guy too, the the Christmas, Daryl Brooks, I think. Every single Mm -hmm. time we hear about one of these mass, these tragedies, okay? Parkland Parkland they knew about. about. Every time we hear about this, it, it comes out, the left comes out, they try to grab your guns, and then about three to four weeks later, we see that the FBI had this guy on their watch list. Oh, they, they knew this was coming. Then why the hell didn't they do something about it? There's either, there's, there's either, there's, there's yeah. two reasons, okay? A, incompetence, which is what I believe it is. Or B, they yes. want this to happen, which I don't believe it is, okay? I, I, 
I do not believe the I rank do not and file, the rank want, and file these, want these and, things to happen. No. And here, and here's what's important: if you're going to be monitoring people, then do something. If you're not going to do something, then stop monitoring the 300 and the the the, the 99.9999999 percent of Americans who have, would no. never do anything like this. If you're not going to stop the ones you know are no. going to do it. You, if you know, that's what I'm saying. Why why am I being monitored? Why are you being monitored? If they're not going to stop exactly. the ones that are going to do it. You know, at least when they're monitoring these terrorists overseas. At least they're doing that because they exactly. might get one of them. I mean, have I mean, look, you would think the FBI, you would think the FBI once they stopped one of these mass shootings, once they stopped a terrorist attack, that they would be dropping leaflets oh, from yeah. the damn sky, letting the look guys, look what we stopped. Like uh, like that um uh, what was it? The 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 guy in Times oh, the, Square yeah, a couple years right. ago. That was like the, everyone was like, "Congratulations, guys! You guys really, you guys really were on the ball with this. You guys stopped a, a, a terrorist attack." And it would legitimize the type of surveillance that there. It would, it would, it would give like credence. It would give confidence in people yeah, to go, "Oh wow, away. the FBI actually." So these things are making us safe, and maybe we're not trading in our liberties for a false sense of security, right? So the FBI here, Epic Times article, Jack Phillips, FBI confirmed Wednesday that the suspect accused of opening oh. fire at a Colorado gay bar last month and killing five people was put on the bureau's ra uh, radar when he was arrested, arrested for threatening to kill his family. So you mean to tell me that we have people who are on Capitol grounds in the D.C. area on January 6th who are every day of their life right now are looking over their shoulder to make sure they're not being tailed by feds. But this kid decided he was going to try and he threatened to kill his family was arrested, and then was able to go out there and commit this mass, mass shooting in, in, uh, in Colorado. This is, in, and by the way, it's not like it happened, you know, June 18th of 2021. June 18th of 2021. Yep. He was arrested. He threatened to kill members of his family during a police standoff on June 18th of 2021. The FBI closed the case several weeks after that without explanation. And then he winds up going out there is, and, and doing this at a nightclub. So... Every single time. Folks, if this doesn't tell you that we have to disband the FBI, we have to defund mm -hmm. the FBI, take the good people, as Dan, Dan Bongino says, and reassign them to do good things in other institutions that aren't this corrupt, they're not doing anything. They're surveilling parents who and go to school board meetings. They're surveilling peaceful protesters that were either at January 6th. Yep. Or, by the way, anti-lockdown rallies. It doesn't even stop at January 6th. It goes, it goes far beyond Mothers that. Parents at school, at board, school meetings. board meetings. Anything. You, mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Because, look, we talk about this all the time when it comes... We talk about this all the time when it comes to race hustlers like Al Sharpton and Don Lemon and Jesse Jackson. If there's no racism, then there's no point to having them. Thus... If uh, if the FBI has no domestic terrorists to monitor, what are they going to? Well, they have they domestic terrorists to monitor, though. They have them. They had this guy. They, they had you all day. I know they're not doing no, it. But obviously I'm, not. What I'm saying is like like the ATF. Okay, so with the Ruby Ridge incident, the 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 ATF had nothing really going on, so they decided they were going to swarm this guy's house with military vehicles. <coughs> Excuse me. 
when you when you set up these entities, it is a self fulfilling prophecy that they will be used in an in an aggressive manner. Do we really need, if we're going to have an FBI? Federal Bureau of Investigation. Do we need a drug enforcement agency? Do we need an alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, and now explosives industry? Or could that all just be put under one banner? Nope, because Everyone's everybody's got jobs. got jobs, and everybody's everybody's got jobs, and everybody's got pensions. There's over 4 million people yep. who work for the federal government. I suspect, I suspect if you took that 4 million people that work for the government and cut it down to like 3 million, I don't think the average no, person would really know the like difference. No, it's funny because it's like when you see these companies doing, doing these, let's look at, just look at Twitter, for example. Since Twitter and the FBI apparently were, were one and the same for a couple of years, you know, 75% of Twitter got laid off or, or stopped working there. Yeah. And the platform is still going. I mean, like, it, it, it arguably got better. Um, also, yep. to note before we go, the FBI also received that shooting suspects have been on the Bureau's, quote, radar. Uh, that includes the Florida Gay Club mass shooter. Uh, that was that Orlando, I think, that, that club. The FedEx shooter, the Parkland mass cool. shooter, and more. Okay, so we know that they've been watching. And again, that's not to say there's not a role for the FBI to play. It's the fact that they're not playing that role. They're not playing that role. Now, here's an interesting now here's an interesting question: Are they on the on they on the radar because they have credible threat assessments, or are they on the FBI's radar because everyone's uh, on the FBI's the radar? Because there have been FBI assessments. However, um, you know, that's a that's question. a that's a that's a very serious question because if everyone's being watched, then that's everyone's right. on their radar. Uh, but the problem is now again every time we see one of these big mass shootings, every time we see one of these uh, uh, tragedies that involve a, fi a firearm, we hear the, the, the gun grabbers come out first, then the gun defenders come out on defense, you know, the Second Amendment uh, uh, defenders, and then you have the FBI mm -hmm. about three weeks later after everything is chilled out. By the way, we're not going to hear about Colorado anymore because apparently this guy is non-binary, so the entire narrative fell apart. Um, and then the FBI comes out and goes, oh, yeah, we were watching this guy. We knew about him. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I I. That's good. We knew about them. Well, your job is to stop this, and they didn't do their job. Oh yeah. So they didn't. They, that, that's it. Alrighty, guys. But we are uh, we are ten forty five Eastern, uh, yep. ten fifty four Eastern time. What are you in? Yeah, nine fifty four over there. Uh, nine fifty four over here. Yes, my computer. I kept it on Eastern time. Yep. That's why we don't screw up the times. We'll be going for. Uh, we'll be going <laughs> virtually again tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. Um, if there were any yep. technical difficulties today, we apologize. The Wi-Fi here in the hotel uh, isn't great. However, um, it is... Uh, the Wi-Fi in your hotel works no, better well, than the vaccine. Because it works, period. Because I'm connected to the internet, so it, <laughs> it works better than the vaccine. And red flag laws. Make sure you guys are smashing that rumble button. Head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. Uh, uh, I will see some of you at Turning Point USA in, uh, when, the, when the hell am I going? Eight wow. days. Eight days I'm on vacation. That's awesome. That is spectacular. So you guys will be rocking with Sean for that, for that Friday, Monday show because there's not a chance I'm getting up at 5 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. But. That'll be exciting. Guys, if you want to check out our Monday, Wednesday, Friday show, Hyper Local Show, it's it's a lot of fun. We're going to be having some awesome guests on that show. That's rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. We really appreciate the support and everything you guys have been doing for the LFA family. Uh, smash that Rumble button and take uh, Kevin will be rocking solo away. tomorrow morning on uh, uh, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus for We Will Not Comply. I'll give you a little, uh, I'll give you a little teaser. We're going to be talking about uh, American oh, Girl about Dolls. This. Yeah. Because uh, 
it turns out up until yesterday, I uh, I, I not only uh, didn't know what those were, but uh, didn't care. And it turns out that if you're buying a doll for your three-year-old to play with that cost four hundred and eighty-five dollars, uh, what Sell the hell American are you doing? Dolls tomorrow morning, rumble.com slash loud majority US, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern for We Will Not Comply. We'll be back here tomorrow as well. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll be virtual again tomorrow and then back in studio on Monday. Thank you, folks, LFA family, and uh, stop complying again with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state where those things exist. And as always, loud crowd LFA and uh, red-blooded patriots of the world, stay loud.